So, let's talk about supporting independent media. For only $1 a month, you can help finance the Elisa the Yarnista podcast at patreon.com slash Elisa the Yarnista. That's only 25 cents per show. Go now to patreon.com slash Elisa the Yarnista. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash Elisa the Yarnista and sign up for $1 a month, $5 a month, $15 a month, or whatever you can afford. If you sign up for $5 or more, you'll get special Patreon-only content like our pre- and post-shows, behind-the-scenes looks, and special unused footage. And if we reach our $100 per month goal, we'll schedule a monthly live online hangout for all of our patrons. That's patreon.com slash LisaTheYarnista. Everybody, welcome to the Elisa the Yarnista podcast, episode number ninety-three on this Saturday, June eleventh, worldwide, Knit in Public Day. My name is Mike, and by my side, as always, is Elisa the Yarnista herself. How are you doing, Elisa? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Are you going to watch us on Patreon, YouTube? Well, I was going to get in there because then I can. Uh... Or participate in the chat? If, if there's a chat. Ah, so if anybody shows up for the chat, Elisa will be there participating in that. I won't because I can't reach my keyboard. <laughs> As is frequently the, so the challenge. Away. Because of the setup, I cannot reach the keyboard. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. We're, apparently it's time for Knitting Canoes. The best Knitting Canoes in the entire universe. <laughs> Did you like this one? Oh my gosh, apparently I can't <laughs> work anything. <sighs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> we maybe should have done this before we started recording. Well, I didn't think. I thought, it's just going to tap here and tap there. Go ahead. I'm, I'm good. Be. I'm good. So, well, I guess if you want to see last week's Canadian Canoes, you can do that at, at uh, Elisa the Yarnista YouTube. There's... Go to Facebook. That's probably the easiest way to get there because you have to have a certain number of subscribers on YouTube before you can get uh, a custom URL and all that kind of stuff. So go to you, go to Facebook, click on the YouTube video, go to uh, go to YouTube, and then hit that little subscribe thing there, and then that'll that'll help us out, and you'll get notifications. Hit the hit the no, the little bell to get notifications on all the videos when they when they go up. I'm sorry, I have allergies. I know you do. That's why I got Apparently my... today is a very, very bad day. and Yeah, my my phone this morning said high on, I think everything except there was, I don't remember what it was. Everything was high, basically. I've got my hand on the uh, number two knob, which is your microphone. Okay. So if you try to sneeze or talk or anything, Lisa. Just shut me up. I, I, I can't even hear you right now. So that's because I turned you down. You're, sh- you're not even <laughs> letting me talk now. I am in control. I have all of the power. <laughs> uh, so thank you everyone for joining us here for episode number 93. Um, as always, we do encourage you to shop locally, but if you're going to do some online shopping and you want to do that online shopping at amazon.com, make sure you first head on over to elisathearnista.com because over on the right hand side, you can click on a couple Amazon affiliate banner link type things. And those are going to take you to uh, Amazon anyway, and you do your shopping there just as normal. Nothing changes for you. However, when you put stuff into your cart after doing that and when you check out, uh, Amazon may 
give a little commission to us here at the Elise of the Arnisa podcast, which allows us to do all kinds of things like buy new equipment and pay for web hosting and buy for buy food. Things like that that you need to stay alive and Allergy to do a podcast. Pills. Allergy pills, which are incredibly important. Yeah, I forgot to take mine this morning. That wasn't a good move. Oh, is that the problem? That's part of the problem, Can yeah. you take it now? I did. Oh, you did? Okay. I don't think it's going to do a whole lot at this point. I mean, I need to be taking it in the morning. And, oh. Yeah. Take it in the morning on an empty stomach. and. So you have to take it every day. Uh-huh. Holy cow, it wears off that fast? Well, it's herbal. It's not like... Oh, so it's not like a prescription no, thing? No, I, I can't handle the prescription stuff. Why? Oh, it makes me all crazy and sick and oh. it makes me either tired or crazy alert or I feel like my skin's on fire. Yeah. I don't do well on them. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. No, I don't take... That's why... I, well, I can't take Benadryl. I can take half of Benadryl at night if I'm going to go to bed and sleep for 12 hours. Sometimes that might be the way to go. Well, yeah, th- that's what I was doing initially when I was having really bad allergies earlier this year. Just sleep through it? Is just I would take Benadryl and I would sleep. Because otherwise I would, yeah. I've been waking up in the middle of the night, like, coughing and my nose is running. And, yeah, it's been wow. it's been a tough allergy season. Well, over the next few days, the windows are not going to be open a whole lot. Actually, not no. at all because it's going to be warm. And so maybe that'll help because it'll keep, hopefully, the pollen outside and not inside. I feel like Rudolph right now with my... Your big red nose? My big red nose. And it's just itchy, just scratchy, and the roof of my mouth itches. And I consider myself very lucky that I don't have really any allergies to speak of. Not yet. There are a lot of people that I've... A lot of my friends yeah. have said this year that they've never had allergies, and this year they have had them. I Yeah, I, I think about that once in a while that I might develop them as I get older. But so far, I will consider myself lucky. The only one I have is, uh, like, what is it? Penicillin, moxicillin. That I learned a while back. And, and that that's was like, fun. that's death. Yeah. I don't want to die. So that is in my medical chart. <laughs> yeah. That was kind of scary. It was interesting. That's for sure. Oh, he's asleep now. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Rollo was a little, again, a little weird. Um, so do the Amazon thing. Help us out there. You can also participate in the program. If you would like, you can send an email to podcast at elisathearnista.com and ask us questions or say, Hey, how's it going? Or whatever you want to do. If you want to, if you want to ask about, Hey, how do I get to YouTube and subscribe over there? Or you want to ask, uh, Hey, how does Patreon work? What's that all about? You can do that uh, through the email or just, you know, uh, put a comment on Facebook or something. Boy, we're just getting started and I you're know. already yawning. I took my allergy pill. This does not bode well. Is that the problem? I don't know. Oh my goodness! So we better talk fast because this is uh, this could be this could be a rough one. All right. So I, I hesitate to even play the music, Elisa, for what you're currently working on. It's been a week. Yeah. Should I do it? Okay. You can. What you been working on? You can on? just follow it up. Where's the sad thing? There you go. Done. Okay. And that is... On to the next segment. That's what Elisa has been working on this week. No, I worked on a little bit of something. We're going to talk about that in a little bit, but I mean, I'm like... Talk about it now. I, well, I worked on my fade like a little bit. The find your fade? Yeah. Was it find your fade? Find my fade. Find Find your fade. Find your fade. And uh, I'm still not, I'm not any really much further than I was before. I mean, I knit a few rows, but... I didn't get as I didn't get through it, I guess, because I've got. Let's see, which is the right side? 
I might have to leave you and go get a Kleenex because I think my nose is going to start running down my face pretty soon. That's fine. There's a napkin right there if you want that. It's probably not too dirty. So I have eight and I need 14. So I have another 12 rows that I need to do on this before I can finish some lace. So it's just been, it's been a crazy week. I've been, um. Do you want to go take care of that? Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go do that. I will talk about where you talked or where you knitted and and all that stuff. Oh, I don't want to miss that part. Well, I'll, I will lead in. I'm just not going to sit here in silence until you get back. (laughs) That would not make for a very good show. Uh, so was it on Wednesday? We went to uh, Miller Park, which is the home stadium of the uh, Milwaukee Brewer baseball team, who are currently in first place in the natural, National League Central Division, which is absolutely amazing because nobody expected they would be anywhere near first place, much less at 500. When I was when I went down to spring training with my dad and my uncle this spring, they looked absolutely terrible. They couldn't hit, they couldn't pitch, they couldn't run or throw or catch or anything. They looked awful. And now all of a sudden, they're somehow in first place beating, well, pretty much everybody. So <laughs> it's, it's a weak division, I guess, but they're, they're winning a lot. But anyway, every year at all of the major league ballparks, and there's a lot of minor league ballparks that are doing it now. And I think actually other, other sports are getting, are kind of getting into it as well. But through the National Needle Arts Association, the TNNA, um, the National Needle Arts Association. Just... <laughs> it was really close to. So if you if you subscribe to Patreon for five dollars a month, <laughs> you can see Elisa almost almost moon the camera. <laughs> Shut up! You're gonna do the rest of this by yourself. Oh, maybe I will. Uh, but anyway, National Needle Arts Association. I was saying hi to my dog. I well, I noticed that he's. <laughs> Actually, not being he's, obnoxious he's being now. Fine. But anyway, the, uh, annually they have a uh, annual stitch and pitch game that happens at baseball. I don't know what they call it for other sports, like I don't know hockey. They do or, it for other ones. I think there are some. Somebody I saw somebody was made a comment somewhere that they have similar uh, similar things for other sports. Huh. I, don't know I what haven't they heard call of it. them. So, but anyway, this one is the the uh, stitch and pitch, and it was on Wednesday night at uh, Milwaukee. Miller Park, and it's fun because they have great big sections that are reserved for needle arts. It's not necessarily knitting, but it seems to be that's what most people are working on is is knitting. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some you know some people doing crochet and stuff like that, but primarily it's it's knitting stuff. And they have what is it two or three sections that are reserved for mm-hmm. this. So yeah, I mean there's there's all like hundreds of tickets that are reserved just for this promotion and, and for this kind of thing. And they have a special bobblehead. You get bobblehead. Like, they started the bobblehead. Well, when they started the bobblehead thing, because the first year I think that we missed was a bag. The second year, I think that we went... Like a shirt or something? The second year, I think that we went was... No, I don't know if the second year was either the, the second and the third year. Um, one was the shirt, the t-shirt, and when we got there, all they had left were mediums, which is not going to work for you. That didn't know. That was not good no. for me. Um, And then there was another year that was a hat, and it was... I don't know who picked out that hat, but the, like the fit of it was really bad. Like it just looks stupid on. I don't remember what the deal was. I don't remember. I don't. I, I probably still have it somewhere. Yeah, I don't remember that either. But it wasn't a. It was not a good fit. But then, and then they started the bobbleheads. We switched to bobbleheads, yeah. which everybody likes, and I love the bobbleheads. Mm-hmm. And so now we've got what six or so of those. Mm-hmm. So it's a yeah. good, yeah, a good collection. So it's it's mostly been the the erasing sausages. So if you're not from Milwaukee. 
of course, brats and hot dogs and everything are, are pretty big in, in Wisconsin. And they do at the seventh inning. Actually, no, it's the sixth in the middle of the sixth inning. Yep. You see, like the with the Nationals, they have the racing presidents, and different stadiums have their own mascot races. I think they kind of all copied the Milwaukee Brewers sausage races. So you've got the five sausages. Can you can you name the five sausages? I don't know if I can. Hot dog, chorizo, bratwurst, Italian. Polish. Polish. There we go. Yes. That was the one I was having a hard Those time getting five. when I was looking at on the other night. Yeah, he wears the blue and red striped shirt. Yep. Yeah. He looks like a soccer player or something. Yeah. Kind of. That's why I was confused because I'm like, well, that looks kind of like he might be a hot dog, but he's not a hot dog. I always get it confused too. Oh, well, The good. hot dog has the pinstripe yes. uh, jersey on. Yes. The, yeah, the ball cap. But yeah, so it's always fun. So they did that. So this year was the brat and he's knitting, right? I didn't even look at it. There, I didn't even take it out of the box. No, they're still sitting on the table in the yeah. back. Oh. We, oh, well, it was so late when we got home. We should have brought that up to, to show off on the camera. I, you can go downstairs and get it if you want. I'm not going no. down the stairs again. Did I say oh. we should go downstairs and get it? I just said we should have done that. We should have. How about next week? Maybe next week we can talk next about week. that again. But yeah, yeah, so we went to that on, on Wednesday night and. Well, Wednesday morning, we did some uh, plant shopping, which the plants are still out on the patio, but they're getting close. We decided that we were just going to be, they were going to close the store for the day rather than being open for two hours and confusing people. Because Wednesday's a late day, so Mm -hmm. normally the store's open like 10 to 6 or Friday and Saturday are 10 to 3. No, it's noon to 6 or noon to 8 on Wednesdays. Yeah. You said 10 to 6. No, I said normally. Normally, normally the store is open oh, 10 to 6, yeah. except for Friday and Saturday now during the summer. Yep. But Wednesday is a little bit different just to get some uh, variety. So people who are maybe out of town or whatever, and they you can do some uh, open knitting at night yep. and various events and things. Open from noon to 8, so it's a little bit different. And so the game was at 7. So, of course, if you want to get to the park in time for tailgating, which if you're in Wisconsin, you got to get there for tailgating mm-hmm. because that's probably the most important part of the game. You could grill some brats. And we had all so much food. Because it was us and the two other couples that uh, kind of tailgated in, in together. And you think I bring a lot of food? Those no, ladies great. brought a lot more food than I brought. I think especially, especially Jen. I think everybody brought the exact right amount of food. And the, the one uh, gentleman brought some smoked salmon that he caught yes. and smoked himself. He's famous for that, which is delicious. I love that he was so, so much. He was sharing it with everybody, too. People <laughs> were walking by, and he's like, hey, do you want some smoked salmon? And they're like, sure. I mean, like, how many places can you be where you're like, hey, would you like some of my random yeah. smoked fish? Just random smoked salmon. Sure. Some, yeah, and then made best friends with some guy who, like, wanted to hang out for the rest of the night and didn't want to leave us alone. <laughs> you know, he kind of... He kind of uh, inserted himself into the group a little bit and didn't yeah. want to leave. And yeah, I, th- I think maybe he had some had some beverages. Oh, I think before yeah. he found us, as frequently happens when people are tailgating. And I'm not going to say I didn't because I did because that's a big part of going to the tailgates too is have a few beverages while you're grilling. But you didn't have that many beverages. No, of course not. It's always funny because you you have beverages before we go in, and then we go in, and you're like loud and like having like way a lot of fun. And Ray's like, "Oh my gosh, how much did he drink?" And I'm like, "He's fine. No. He's just having a lot of fun." If you go to an event, you go to baseball, you go to wrestling, you stuff like that, you're gonna participate and you're gonna say dumb mm-hmm. things and you're gonna have fun. I'm not obnoxious. You're gonna participate and you're gonna have fun and you're gonna say things. And I clap <laughs> and nobody else claps. Well, you you realize the section you were sitting in, right? Yeah, you, you were there for the for the for the Milwaukee Brewers stitch and pitch that so the the knitters were knitting and their hands were a little busy. Yeah, I suppose you can put your knitting and it's a down bunch for... of ladies, and so <laughs> Mike's like up and he's screaming and they're all looking at him like, "What is wrong with you?" Yeah, don't go to watch baseball. 
if you don't want to see the baseball. Oh, that was weird. What happened? Oh, Elisa, <laughs> you're gone. Where'd you go? <laughs> I feel like that's very strange. So yeah, that was it. Was a lot of fun. We uh, so I worked on my fade there, um, which was difficult because you were sitting next to. Oh my goodness! Like a the, large person. The guy next to me. Yeah, I don't. I probably shouldn't have gone first. I don't know, but he was a large gentleman. We'll say he was. He was. He was rotund. And he was super nice. I mean, yeah. you know, he was he was polite and, and nice and everything, but he was very wide. And then I am also I'm somewhat wide in especially in the shoulder and, area. Yeah, and 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 that just pushed further over toward me. And then my friend's husband sat on the other on side the other of me. Side. And then I had like no armrest, and I'm trying to like knit. And you know, Mike was saying, you know, he 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 claps and everything. So as he's like trying to like clap and like do whatever that Bernie thing was, like the, oh yeah, the, the, the dancing arm thing. wave thing. Yeah, and like I, I'm like I'm gonna lose all my stitches off my needles. I was really hoping because the people that were because there's that group to the left of us with the guy that was like I think three or four of them, and there's a whole bunch of empty seats to their left. I was really hoping mm. that that group would not show up. Because I was just about to say, hey, buddy, I know we've gotten to be really good friends here. <laughs> I think you're super nice. But I think we would both be more comfortable yeah. if you guys would just jump down one. But then as soon as I was going to, like, all right, I'm just going to say something, the other group showed up. And yeah. then, like, well, I guess there goes that idea. Well, and I think, I mean, even if it's, like, you know, even if you were sitting next to somebody the same size as yourself, it'd be crowded. That's why we do better, yeah. like, going on an airplane where we can put the armrest up between us. Yep. Because then you can borrow some of my seat. Right. And you're not, you're not teeny. No. You're not petite, but. No, I didn't fit in the medium sized shirt. No, you didn't. <laughs> that has never stopped you from trying them on before, though. That's true. They're always fun. So, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. And then, um, what else about that? They won. The Brewers won, which was, it was a really good game. Baseball wise, it was a really good game. And I'll, um, I have to get a couple pictures up too. We had a, we tried to do, do a couple pictures of us and there was a lady a behind us selfies. that were, uh, <laughs> there was a lady behind us and she was so funny. She kept like photobombing. And then by the time we finally like got a decent picture and I didn't realize that she was like photobombing. I didn't know she was doing it. Yeah. So by the time we finally got a decent picture, she was like done with it. She's like, I am so over trying to photobomb right now because like you guys, we just didn't kept taking notice. pictures. Yeah, we didn't even <laughs> notice. Like the first picture was so yeah. funny. So I'll I'll post a series of those on Instagram and I was yeah. gonna do a little blog post too. So, but yeah, it was fun. I did I posted some pictures on Instagram. I think there's one that made it out to Facebook. Cool. But then, I mean, it was it was neat because all three of you were working on your fades all at the same time. And yep. So that was cool. and we didn't even like talk in advance about what to bring. No, but that's kind of the big thing right now, right? That everybody's working. We on. all are working on socks and stuff, and I didn't yeah. think that. Yeah, I didn't think everyone was gonna. Well, bring you started kids. with the socks. But then you decided, yeah. well, the other two are working on their fades, so I have to work on my fade, too. Well, I felt left out. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden, it became an impromptu baseball knit-along. It did. It was a lot of fun. And it was fun. The two couples that went with us, I didn't even think of it before we went. And when we asked them to go, that they don't know each other. Yeah. And I'm like, and I didn't. it didn't even dawn on me. And then when we're there, we're like, oh, hey, I guess you guys don't but know each other. They're... They're similar. They're nice people. They're yeah. good people. So they have similar interests. So I, I had no doubt they were going to get along. And it most was of our be friends fun. are nice people. Most of them, not all of them. There are some that I would maybe rather not be friends with. That's not true at all. <laughs> Don't make me have to break up with anybody for us. Nah, I would never do that. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and the drive home was interesting. It was oh, it was late. 
Yeah, the drive home was fairly uneventful. It just got to be late because it was, you know, the game starts at seven o'clock. So that wasn't done until what, nine thirty or ten or something mm-hmm. like that. So by the time you get back out to the car and on the road and then well, we had to drop off one of the, the groups or couples that yeah. we were with and uh then had driving to say hi home, to their dog again. Yeah, see the dog again and chat for a few minutes before you take off. So it was midnight by the time we got yeah. got back home and you had to unload all of the, the grill and the cooler and the you know, at least this time, because we were down there last year about this time, too, because we got plants from them last year. So we were oh. down there last year about this time, and um, we got home pretty late, too. But that was the time when we drove home, and we drove over all the frogs, and we were uh, hearing them going pop, pop, pop. That was the weird. They kept... It was so weird. The road was just full of them, and they were just, they were just oh. jumping like just jumping, 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 and you couldn't avoid them because the road, like it was covered. Not, it was covered in frogs, and not just like for twenty feet. No, I mean, it was miles. like miles. Yeah, and you just kept hearing them. Pop. I thought your car was falling apart. Yeah. Well, after that, it might have been. It was. Oh god. And I don't know what would cause something like that because normally weather, and unless maybe they were just like the road was holding heat, and so they were sitting on the road because it was warm. I I don't know why, why that would happen. Yeah, it was. It was. It was bizarre, and every time you heard another one, it was just like, no. Oh, God. Yeah, that was, it was sad and unavoidable, and I'm sure very messy. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't have a bunch of frog guts all over your car when we got home that time. Yeah, I don't think I did. Mm -mm. That I can remember. No, we took a, it took a while for us to figure out what the heck was going on, and then. Yeah. Well, then you could start to see them. Well, and it was foggy too, wasn't it? I think it yeah, was foggy it was too. Foggy. So there was, yeah. yeah, there was some weird weather stuff going on. But yeah. Well, and speaking of Wednesday too, we you know we mentioned that we went to finally we're a little behind on the gardening this year and getting that in, but finally went and bought some plants. Yep. And we got oh, we got some tomatoes, a couple different kinds of tomatoes, uh, some broccoli. But try broccoli again. I don't. Okay, I shouldn't say I don't have luck with broccoli. I have luck with broccoli. I just don't get to it soon enough before it starts to flower yeah. because you have to get into it and cut that main head off before it starts to flower. Otherwise, you don't get those secondary shoots that mm-hmm. come out. So I really... Just like most plants. Well, yeah. it starts going to seed. That's when it happens. Yeah, and so you have to prevent that from happening. Otherwise, you don't get the, the secondary. So I'm going to try really hard because I love homegrown broccoli. I, I mean, I, I like broccoli in general, but when it comes out of the garden... It's so good. It's very different. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. We've got some uh, various different peppers. And we kind of got some of the last, kind of had thin, thin, uh, I'll say thin pickings. Is that a word? Thin pickings? Is that a, it's, <laughs> but, because there was only, I think, one like actual jalapeno plant that was in there. But I got a few others that will be good, hopefully for canning and pickling. And what else do we get? Got arugula and some Swiss chard that I need yeah. to get out and get in the ground um, or put them in pots. And then um, I got herbs. I got um, oregano and two different kinds of sage, um, some really expensive basil. Mm-hmm. And unintentionally expensive unintentionally, basil. Because there wasn't any basil left and there weren't any basil seeds left. So they said, oh, well, we might have some in our shipping department. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I saw him sitting there and when we were leaving, I'm like, oh, are those for somebody? Oh, those are for you. I'm like, oh, there are three of them. I will take them because yeah. we love basil. And then $18 later for three basil plants. They were really expensive basil. So they better yeah. produce. Yeah. They look good now though. I've been yeah, making sure good. that things get watered really well out there. Um, but then I got some seeds for some more basil for my friend because there were and- no more... 
basil seeds. Because you do the, a lot with like making pesto and stuff like that, yep. so you can't have enough or can't have too much basil. I can never I guess. have too much basil. Yeah. No. And then I got some thyme seeds from her too, so because so we'll they did started. not have any. There's, yeah, they didn't have any thyme at the. We had oregano. I I've never grown oregano, so. And this year, I want to try really hard to get some of that stuff dried, like all of our uh, sure, all of our uh, um, peppermint that's coming up in front. I want to get some of that dried this year too, because mm-hmm. that's going to be so much better than the other stuff. So yeah, yeah, and we have yeah, we have chives that are yeah, lots of chives and. But yeah, what else did I get? I feel like there was something else. You got you got a few flowers. Yeah, some flowers because they were cheap. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to throw those out in the ground somewhere. You're going to do pots. a hanging pot? Yep, I'll put I'll put some of them. Actually, a couple of them. I can't remember what I got, but they'll go in hanging pots. One will be in a pot in the yard. I think you got a petunia. Petunias, that's going in the pots, I think. Maybe. I got something else. I can't remember. And something that I got last year that I liked, but I got different colors. The big standy-up ones. Oh, yeah. I can't I remember. Prairie fires or something like that. I can't remember what they're yeah, called. I don't remember. Whatever they are. But we'll get. I'll get those in pots this weekend at some point or... Probably tomorrow night, most likely. Probably tomorrow night when we come <laughs> when we home. Back. But um, I, so I went out today and finally got the garden tilled and tried to get that ready. And so that's that's now ready to go. There was one minor incident that delayed progress a little bit. <laughs> I hate it when you tell me when I'm not home and you don't tell me what it is and you say there was an incident and I'm like, um, does everybody still have all their fingers and toes? It was a, a minor. It was a minor incident. There were no. Was injuries. there any blood? There was no blood. Okay. No, it was all. That's very... what I need to just start asking you. Was <laughs> yeah. there any blood, or is any? Are there any like living things that are broken? Blood, or did anybody poop or throw up? Or <laughs> Which... somebody poops and throws up here every day. <laughs> somebody being Logan, that's he's pretty much got that covered. But yeah, so we've got like this little like a fence that goes around the garden. It's like a three foot wire fence it's nothing fancy or anything like that but mainly just to keep the dogs out of the garden and so i'm tilling along and i had just gotten started and i'm just thinking man this is going really well it's i thought the ground was going to be super hard because it hasn't rained in a, little, in a little while but the ground was still kind of wet so it was tilling well got a little too close to the fence and kind of wound up the bottom of the fence in the tiller and using plastic stakes around like in the corners and things to hold up the fence and one of those broke off and i couldn't undo it because it, it wrapped around so much that i couldn't just pull it out of there so i had to get the, the uh, snips out and cut the fence in a couple places did you say oh gosh darn it you know what i actually handled it pretty well <laughs> i'm like well this was dumb i knew i should have known that was going to happen that i was getting too close to the fence and we I, we've done this I mean, since we've been here pretty much, yeah. and I've never done that before, I guess it had to happen at some point, but man, that was frustrating. And so I didn't get anything actually planted in the garden. I got it tilled. You've been doing this for too many years. You got cocky. I guess. I was just like, oh, this is, this is super easy. I, I've got a routine. I know what I'm doing. And I've got like those new headphones, uh, like the new headphones that I've got that are Bluetooth yeah. and they, they're like earmuff kind of thing. So they block out the sound. So they protect your ears, but it's got Bluetooth so you can listen to radio or podcast or music or whatever so i'm listening to that i'm just going along do 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 i'm like this is amazing fantastic yeah and then <laughs> luckily it's got a clutch or something on it because it can and stop going like, oh boy here we go and i had to take the whole thing apart and cut it in a couple places and that yeah. still sounds more fun than going to walmart Probably. It actually wasn't bad. I was actually okay with it. Had it not happened, I'd probably have a few plants at least in the garden, but 
as it is, nothing is now planted in the garden, but hopefully again will be probably tomorrow night. I want to try to get out there yep. before it gets too dark. Which well, will be okay. it's going to have to be tomorrow night because it's going to be too hot during the day tomorrow. Well, that's what I'm thinking because by the time once the sun goes down or starts to go down yep. a little bit, it'll be even nicer outside. And so it'll be, I think it'll be fine. I think it'll work out well. And I've already taken two showers today, so I don't want to do it tonight and take a third shower. I think two per day is plenty. Could do it tomorrow morning before we leave. No, but I have to get up early. I don't. I am not a get up early person. I love getting up early. I know, but I. I, I don't like not. talking to anybody. I don't like interacting mm, with yeah. anybody or doing anything. I just like getting up early and having the world be quiet and waking up with with nature. I don't like getting up early, and I don't like interacting with people in the morning until like ten. Good thing you work at eight thirty. Eight. Oh yeah, you work at eight. <laughs> I don't even know what you work Ish. <laughs> Whenever I, I happen to roll in is when I start my day. Uh, what else? Yeah. We've been baby shower prepping. Yeah, so we're gonna, we'll do that tomorrow for my sister's, uh, well, I guess my sister and my brother-in-law's baby shower. Co-ed. Will be tomorrow. Say so we picked out games. We can't talk about it too much because apparently nah. she's decided that yeah. she likes us enough to watch us. Yeah, so yeah, she's a... Uh, so last week was like this mad rush of like, no, don't watch the podcast. Well, we had just said a couple weeks ago that she doesn't listen to the podcast. This is you can say whatever you want to say. Can, can show off what I'm what I'm making for the baby. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, apparently, she signed up for the Patreon, and now <laughs> so she can watch the video. And now Listen, almost don't do it. Ruin the whole surprise. Unless you want, unless you don't want it to be surprised. Yeah, yeah, don't do it. So, but yeah, tomorrow will be a lot of fun. I have to make some food and yeah, so we'll do favors and stuff tonight. And uh, we've got a couple games lined up, and hopefully none of it's stupid. There's nothing that's involved. Our mailman came in today, and he's like, "Oh, there's this really good game where you you put stuff in. Um, you put everybody puts on blindfolds, and then you put stuff in a in a baby diaper in a, in a diaper, and people taste it, and they have to guess what it is. And I'm like, No, that's not what we're doing. Yeah. But keep in mind, Elisa, there are some people that like that kind of stuff. Just because you don't. I know they do. (laughs) I don't think my sister-in-law is one of those people that wants to eat things out of a diaper. No, I doubt it. I'm thinking, but it would be entertaining to watch brother-in-law eat something out of a diaper. Well, we have plenty of diapers. We could just put random things in the diapers and he could eat them if if you think that would be fun. He might go along with it. He probably would. Give him enough uh, whiskey. You might uh, give it a shot. Make one more stop on the way out of town tomorrow. Sure. I'm just thinking what we have here. We've got probably plenty of uh, plenty of whiskey that we could take along. Oh, plenty of it. Yeah. Not our testing whiskeys, though. No, those are going to be officially unveiled in a YouTube video someday. Someday. <laughs> Oh, so what else we got going on? Anything, uh, any other, what, anything else about the Brewer game or the Stitch and Pitch that we missed or want to talk about? I feel like we did. I think that we missed something, but. I feel like that too. That's why I'm asking. Oh, well, we, it was fun because we saw some people that we knew. Yeah. We actually sat behind a guy that we used to go to Brewer games with. Yeah, that we worked with years and years, years and ago. Years and years ago. And there's 20,000 people in the stadium. Yeah. I was like, wait a second. I know that guy. <laughs> And then, um, I ran into, um, some of the, the, my 
knitting girlfriends that work at Cream City in Milwaukee yeah. or in Brookfield. Um, I ran into them and um, then we ran into um, one of our Patreon, our patrons, uh, Carolyn. Yeah. So we saw her. She was she was commenting on a picture I was posting on Facebook while we were sitting there, and I could tell who I could see. I could tell it was her from the back. So she turned around, and we're we're both waving. Um, and then afterwards, we she was just a few rows in front of us. So afterward, we waited a little bit, and she uh, came over and said hi, and I got a big hug from. I think is her granddaughter Emma. Emma. Yeah. yeah, which is so. great because she got herself a free hat. She did from a, a nice gentleman. The guy they were throwing hats out, um, yeah. and the guy behind her caught it and gave it to her, and yeah. it was so sweet. Yeah, she wanted to come and talk to me because she had her she had her hair braided and little pigtails too. So, but yeah, it was fun. It was, good, it was nice day. to see people there that we know, and yeah, everybody's. I, I feel like I feel like everybody at like a Brewers game is usually friendly. Oh yeah, border crowds are good. I feel like the stitch and pitch is it's different. Like it's just it. Yeah, I mean, well, you're in the section with. It's nice to get the question of like, what are you working on, and not like, oh my gosh, you're knitting at a baseball game. Yeah. And that's getting to be more common now. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, that's the first few years were kind of rough. Because I've been knitting for a long time, yeah. and when we go to games, I always took my knitting with me. And people would be like, oh my gosh, she's knitting? And I'm like, well, yeah, I don't, I'm not looking at what I'm knitting. I'm still, I can still watch the game or I'm just happy to be there. Yeah. I'm getting some fresh air and yeah. And I'm sitting somewhere that's not home. So I can't, excuse me, I can't get distracted and, yeah. you know, go clean. Go clean? Why would you do that if you're knitting? If you have the choice or the option oh, between knitting and me. cleaning. Like, I get up to go to the kitchen to get something oh. and then I end up 15 minutes later I'm cleaning that's silly you should just knit that's why it's good for me to go away and go places <laughs> yeah so yeah so i think that was i feel like there was something else but i can't think of what that would have been at this point maybe it'll it'll come to us in the next few minutes yeah after driving in that milwaukee traffic i have no desire to live in no it was a lot of traffic well it was extra bad because there was construction but there was also a car that was broken down on the side of the road well, the car wasn't broken down they were hauling a, a trailer with yeah. a boat on it and the trailer was broken the, yeah and so they because they were i think they were on a bridge or something but there was a barricade so they couldn't get out of the lane so they had they were taking up that lane and so it went from three lanes to two lanes during rush hour traffic because it was like five o'clock as we were yeah. going through there and yeah, so that was a whole thing. Well, and then I thought we were going to get out of that. One of our, um, Danae and her husband, they had to, I mean, they left the same time we did. I, I thought they were going to leave early-ish. Um, but they ended up going, um, salmon fishing on yeah, like two Thursday morning. morning. So they, we left the game and we, we didn't get home until midnight and they have probably another 20 minutes after us to get home. And then, they went out um, salmon fishing and they had to leave their house at like 2.30 in the morning. So they basically went home, slept for two, two and a half hours and got up and went back out and went fishing. Got to really like whatever it is you're doing to uh, to keep that schedule. Yeah. They had fun though. Yeah. She posted some really pretty pictures. Yeah, when you can be there to see the and, and this time of year you have to get up pretty early to see a sunrise and she had a very pretty picture it of a sunrise beautiful. from the boat. It was beautiful, while yeah. While they were fishing. So So if you wanna I was gonna say if you wanna buy the things that, that Elisa has been talking about, that's that's my normal segue 
into shilling fireflyfibers.com the local yarn shop that lisa and i own here in beaverdam wisconsin go to that website that i just said firefly fibers which we just saw the very first firefly of the season was a couple days ago i haven't seen Mm -hmm. one since then though there was one there was just one flittering around but we we saw the firefly in the backyard the first of 2017 but you go to fireflyfibers.com, you can do all kinds of shopping for yarn and goodies and all kinds of fun stuff happening over there. Um, if you put at least $100 worth of stuff into your cart, we're not going to make you order exactly $100 for this. But if you do over $100, it qualifies you for free shipping. Make sure that you're going to use offer code FREESHIP. It's F-R-E-E-S-H-I-P. Get your free shipping on that entire order of $100 or more. And Pom Pom, if anybody's interested in that, uh, the fifth anniversary issue of Pom Pom is going fast. Like we're sold out of the white cup because it has two covers, which we, I think we talked about this last week. It has two covers. There's a pink cover and a white cover. So there's two different covers. It's the same. It's the exact same contents on the inside of the magazine. Collector's editions. But there's Collect a white all. cover and a pink cover. We're out of the white covers. Oh, no. We only have pink covers left. Oh, no. And the um, first... Um, Issue one reboot is going fast too. Lane is going fast too. All of the, I mean, we have beautiful publications at the shop right so they, now. So they reprinted their first. Yep. Oh, that's yep. unusual for a magazine. It's more of a book thing, right? No, I mean, the first issue, the first issue, I don't think there were, I don't think, I think they probably did like a small run. I think I started with issue two or three. And I, I think I started with issue three. And when I ordered issue three, I ended up getting issue two because they still had some left. Mm. But like issue one had been long since sold oh. out. So, so a lot of people never got it. Sure. That so they took sense. it and they it's not just like a reprint of it. They actually it's a it's a reboot. So they actually like updated some of it and um gave it gave it a little bit fresh look. But it's kind of fun because it has um actually the stitching on the spine of it. So Oh that one, yeah. Yeah. So cool. that one's really cool. Um Yeah, and I'm hoping Monday to be able to sit down and um look at the uh look at the magazines a little bit more in detail. And the new taproot came oh, I didn't get that on the website. I don't think I did. It might be on there. I don't know. I don't know. You can probably check when we're done recording. I will check. I don't know if it's. I, it is. It is. I did that. <laughs> I, I've been doing like multiple like website things lately. So I, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot happening. Yeah, there's a lot happening. Wise. So, um, but yeah, that's on there too. What else was I going to say? There was something else I was going to say about the, and there are a couple new yarns added to the thirty percent off sale that we're having. Neat. So there's some Road to China lace that's on the website, and I added um, Road to China light today too. So, yeah, I think that's it. Trying to find. um... Oh, there's a in the fifth anniversary issue of Pom Pom Quarterly. There is a shawl that uses um, the color biscotti for um in Lizu DK um for one of the shawls and I sold out of the last skeins of it a couple days ago. So I talked to Julie yesterday for a very long time. Yeah. And um she is she will be shipping us um she's dying up some more for us. So we're out of that and birch right now, but there will be more coming and, cool. and it will be okay. here. Um it'll be shipping this week so it should be here early the week of the I think the twentieth is what I what I've been saying. So it's available on, it's available on the website or the biscotti is, and it'll just, it'll ship as soon as it gets here. So if you want some, get it. Cause I think it's going to go fast again. Cool. So, but that's it. All right. 
Got some fun stuff to talk about. Not allergy-wise. Gosh. <laughs> some fun stuff to talk about. I don't want to say in the kitchen, because I guess it happens in the kitchen. It did. It happened in the kitchen. Well, I dried blueberries this week. That took 36 hours. Did it say, oh, well, it's humid, so it's going to take a while. It's warm and it's humid. And they're all water. Yeah. So, so what are you, you going to do with dried blueberries? Pop them in with some dried nuts and oh. for snacking and stuff okay. like that. Um, they're supposed to be really good on like oatmeal and yogurt. So I can eat them in the morning like with my oatmeal? No, don't touch my blueberries. Like put a cup of blueberries in my oatmeal in the morning? No. Why not? So I made this week. That's not what I made this week. Got all of my jars on the floor here. I made, oop, sorry. Um, I made rhubarb sauce this week. So, what, so is what do you do with that? Rhubarb sauce, you ask? It is rhubarb and water and some sugar. And I put a little bit of lemon juice in it just to brighten it up. It's a family recipe. So, um, I will, I'm thinking I'm, I have some rhubarb in the fridge left that I think I'll make another batch and maybe I'll post the recipe for anyone you, I take the favorite way that we used to eat it is on a piece of toast um, with um, butter, and then you put this on top of it. Sure. Okay. It's also very good on ice cream or on yogurt or, yeah, it's it's good on everything. Or just eat it out of the jar with spoon. That's always an option. I made some for my dad last year when they were, they were visiting because they can't get rhubarb in Mexico. Sure. So I made some for him. It was something my grandparent, my, my grandma, grandpa on my um, dad's side, they always made. And it's one of my favorites. So, yeah, good um, stuff. yeah, and I don't think I put as much sugar in this. So, um, but yeah, this rhubarb was from, uh, my friend's son and he grows it and he had an excess this year. So, um, I got some, so there's that. And the other two things that I made that I haven't talked about, um, one of them is, uh, this last winter, I found Meyer lemons at Costco at Costco and I was super excited. Um, and Meyer lemons seem to like pop up everywhere this year for some reason. Um, they're probably on Pinterest. They're all, yeah, they're probably on Pinterest. <laughs> so I got some and, um, I was trying to figure out what to do with them. Cause I just grabbed all the bags of them. Like, you know, much like when the figs showed up last year, I just get them all. Um, I dried some. I cut them up and just sliced them really thin and dried them in the dehydrator and they are delicious in tea. Yeah. Well, I, I don't imagine. Yeah. I haven't I, tried them in just like water. I mean, I would think like just putting them in water that some of it's going to kind of seep out too, but I'm sure it would, but I think the, just the use, hot tea, it's delicious. Yeah. Let's say just slice up a lemon and put it in water. If you're going to do that, yeah. I think those you save for special things like teas. and. Well, and it's a nice way to kind of preserve it through. Yeah for a little bit longer because my lemons aren't in season very long. So, um, yeah, so this was my, that was my big, that was my, ex that was my risk-free experiment with them. Risk-free? Yeah, I figured you dry them, you put them in tea. It's, oh, it, it, it's not, saying. nothing is going to really go wrong with that. Um, the other thing that I did, and this is actually part of my second batch, um, is I did preserved Meyer lemons. So they're preserved in salt. So you take the lemon and you cut off the bottom, um, just a little teeny tiny piece of the bottom, and then you cut it into quarters the long way. 
and then put like a tablespoon of salt in there and then pack them in a jar and you just kind of let them ferment a little bit. Um, and this is what I keep talking about. That's kind of funky and I haven't had a chance. I have a vinaigrette that I, uh, vinaigrette recipe that I want to get, um, posted onto the website. Um, but these, I mean, the last for months, these have been sitting out. I think these were, I think I usually leave them out like three or four weeks and then put them in the fridge and they'll stay in the fridge for months. Hmm. So I know, um, Marissa from food and jars that she's, she takes them because it's hard to use them in this. I mean, it's, you have to take and put them in something and puree it. And she said what she actually does is she'll take them out. She'll take out the seeds. Um, and then she'll just puree them and then put it back in the jar. So if she wants hmm. like a, ta- wants to add a tablespoon to something, you just open it and scoop it out and dump it in. So you don't have to worry about that. So I have enough now that I think I'm going to maybe just puree a jar and see what it's like. See what it's, happens. Yeah. It's pretty salty. So I kind of want to be careful with it. So what, but, do you, what do you do with them? Um, I made for, um, the, the salad dressing that we had at mother's day. Yeah. I made, I put some of that in there. So anything that kind of calls for lemon and salt. Yeah. Well, pretty much everything calls for a little bit of salt, especially when we go to your mom's. Yeah. Extra salt. From my extra mother. salt. But yeah, you can put that in there. There's um, some pesto recipes. I'll, um, I'll, that's one on my list of things to post and to link to some of the recipes. So I'm going to do a, uh, that's, I want to make a, just a lemon vinaigrette with it. So, but yeah, you can, t- you can just chop them up too. You don't have to puree it. You can chop it up and put it in a salad. Cause they just, they're just kind of, they're like, taste like lemons but they're kind of funky and a lot of a lot of people i guess take and they actually remove um the actual fruit from it and just use the rind because meyer lemons are a little bit different because they're um they're more of like a cross between like a lemon and like an orange or a tangerine so they're a little bit they're not as like in your face citrusy they're a little bit a little bit sweeter like like an orange Hmm. so yeah so that was my fun. That was I'm like, I have all these Meyer lemons. I don't know what I'm going to do with them. I'm like, oh, I can put them in salt. You can preserve just about <laughs> anything. Yeah. Anything can be salted, pickled, canned somehow. There's a recipe for Meyer lemon pesto, too, that I was thinking about trying that I thought that'd be interesting. I mean, that makes sense. There's lemon and pesto anyway, right? Mm-mm. No? Well, never mind then. You should try that. It might be interesting. I think so. There's garlic and salt and well, basil, right? Basil. <laughs> Don't forget and the Parmesan basil. cheese and olive oil. Seems like there yeah. should be lemon in there. I don't know why. Maybe not. Maybe it depends on the recipe. I don't remember putting lemon in my pesto. No. Mm. I did. I I made a, and we still have some in the freezer too. I made uh because we were. There have been times that we're just, we're short on basil and buying enough basil to make like a decent batch of pesto is just really expensive. Yeah. You need a lot of basil to make pesto. So I, uh, I made a nettle pesto one time, which I should probably get some of that out because it's good. Nettle's really good for allergies. Well, there you go. But I made a nettle pesto from dried like nettle that I usually use for tea. And you rehydrate it in some olive oil and then turn it into pesto with some garlic. So basically you can make pesto with like any greens and some garlic and some olive oil. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Like spinach pesto. And, so I've done spinach. And what else have I I've done a couple other ones. Know. Oh, I've done kale pesto, walnut kale pesto. Oh, yeah, there's nuts in pesto. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. So that's my, that's my funky thing that I keep saying that I'm going to do something. I'm going to post something about it, but I've been thinking about doing some preserved limes. The same idea, right? Mm-hmm. What would you do with those? I think it'd be really good for like a, like a citrusy vinaigrette for like a, for a, um, like a taco salad. Put some coriander and some cumin in there and that'd be really good for something like that. Or a marinade for chicken. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We end up, we always end up with extra limes when. Oh yeah. Because of Costco. So yeah, that's what I've been doing. Yeah. Lemons and rhubarb. That's a lot of good stuff. All right, so we're going to go ahead and take a look at some Canadian canoes. So I've got only one story this time around, but it's a good one. Better be. Tanzania. That's how you say that, right, Lisa? No. Tanzania? Nope. That's how I say that. Tanzania. How Wood Woman Turned Childhood Hobby into a Profitable Business. So this one comes from a website called allafrica.com. And actually, pretty much all their advertisements for stories on the right-hand side are all about Tanzania. And uh, so this one is about a woman who is a really interesting kind of backstory. It's a nice, long story, so I'm not going to go read through the whole thing. I'm gonna, I'll post this, as always, in the show notes underneath the uh, the the uh, audio player on the pot or on the uh, blog. But basically uh, this woman, she's uh, Lillian Joseph. She's 28 years old. Currently she picked up a bundle of yarn on the road on her way from the shop where she had been sent by her mother 19 years ago. So she was nine. When this story begins, she had no idea that would be the beginning of her journey towards self-employment later in life. Today, the geography and environmental studies graduate earns a living through knitting. Thanks to the yarn she picked almost two decades ago. So, Somebody dropped this, or I can't imagine somebody threw it away, but she was walking down the road, going to the store, uh, running errands for her mom, found this skinny yarn, picked it up, and picked up the hobby of knitting. So uh, she, I wanted to make purses using the yarn, but I didn't know how to do it. One of her neighbors used to make purses using yarn, and when I approached her, she happily agreed to teach me how to knit. I learned the art so fast that in about five months, I had managed to make different designs. Uh, the mother of one who lives in Moshi, Kilimanjaro region, proudly says. She graduated from the University of Dar es Salaam with a Bachelor of Arts degree in Geography and Environmental Studies in 2012. After almost five years of unsuccessfully searching for a job, late last year Lillian decided to employ herself through her childhood hobby, childhood hobby of knitting. So she's basically, she's uh, taken on... And not like she opened up a yarn store or a craft store or something like that. She's like actually knitting garments, sweaters, you know, all kinds of things for people. And hand knitting for a living is not. That's it's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. That's got to be that's got to be tough. Um, But she's doing some online research to find out you know, to learn more about knitting and how to customize and things like that. Uh, and, and also she's doing some, some online selling. She says, when I got that profit, I thought of expanding my business by selling my products online. I also researched on what buyers preferences were. And I realized most parents preferred bright colors when it came to children's designs, packaging matters too. So there's all, all the marketing, mm-hmm. all the packaging, all that stuff that goes into it. Um, but yeah, so she's, she's been doing this now and, and it sounds like she hasn't been 
super successful yet, but uh, she's still growing, and this hopefully will get the word out, and and she'll get some more business here. It doesn't say anything about like what her website actually is or how to get in touch with her. I don't. I would imagine she probably only sells uh, in her local area. I believe she's in South Africa. But, or, I'm sorry, Tanzania is where she is. Um, but if you're in the Tanzania area and you want to buy something from Lillian Joseph, age 28, you can probably do that. Very cool. Yeah. So we wish her well and uh, good luck in doing that. That's that's a tough venture to to be working on. Well, and it sounds like she, she's making garments, too. And she was saying mm-hmm. it's hard to get it to fit a child. And, well, yeah, if you're making something that fits specifically, it presents and a child that you, don't, that you can't see. Right. So if you're doing online sales. I have a hard enough making a sweater for myself. Right, you can try and I'm on. right here yeah. to try it on. So, but that's really cool. Yeah. So I think with the uh, with that Canadian Canoes, we're probably at a good uh, spot where we can wrap it up, you think? I think so. My nose is still itching. Well, from what you said earlier, that's probably that's not, not going to go away, huh? No, probably not. <laughs> All right. So as always, everybody, thank you for joining us here on the Elites of the Arnista podcast. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, anything you want to participate, uh, send us an email, podcast at elisatheyarnista.com. Uh, make sure you go to uh, one of our videos on YouTube, subscribe there. You can also go to patreon.com slash elisatheyarnista. And for $5 per month, you can watch us in video form uh, as we record the podcast, if you want to, if you are available, you, we are live streaming this, but the video is also always available after the fact. You can watch uh, the broadcast there. Um, you can also find Elisa all over the interwebs. You can find her on Ravelry and Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, and that's about it. And you'll want to, if, if you're interested, I, I will I'll be going away for a couple weeks, or in a couple weeks, to yeah. Colorado. So if you want to see my Colorado adventure... Definitely, there'd be a lot of pictures for yeah. that. I'm sure. Yeah, it's all. Well, there's so many things to take pictures of there, yeah. like all the mountains. Amazing. And there's like another mountain, but it's still another picture. And then there's another mountain, but and there's another different. stream, and then yeah, they all. It's all. It all looks they're very different. All different. So thank you everybody for joining us. We'll be back in a week. Enjoy your week until yeah. we come back in a week. In a week. In a week. <laughs> Thanks everybody. We'll see you in a week. Cheers. A week. A week. Weirdo. I'm wasting time, yeah, I'm wasting mine, but I haven't found a thing, and now it's all or nothing, babe, and you know what to say. Nothing unmanly about knitting? No, sir.